When Jor is done with her bone marrow transplant, when she's healed, when she's feeling better, she told me, and I think this was supposed to be uh, kept quiet. Yeah, confidential. Okay. Confidential. I hope I'm not Uh-oh. putting her in a weird spot, but she said the first thing Uh-oh. she wants to do uh-huh, yeah. is all of us go up to the boundary waters. Oh, very nice. Uh, yes, the yes. six of us, you know, okay. with spouses. Sure, sure. And, and do some camping up there. And yeah. I said, whoa, 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 slow down the whole portaging. That might be too much for the first why do you lie to our listeners? <laughs> Why do you lie to them? Well, it's okay, Jory. Why? I, look, I think they're nice people. They are nice people, and there's nothing better. And they know you're lying. Than being under <laughs> the stars <laughs> and and listening oh, to the loons. Oh, it's, so, it's so true. Yeah. It's it's it's. Right. You can li- I'll live stream it from the Ritz. It's you better guys than out live there. Stream. Okay, live stream. There's no service up there, Jory. <laughs> so, uh, all right. The topic today, DJ. How to plan your very first mm-hmm. camping trip? Yeah, yeah. And look, this got started because I was talking to our own Mark Fry from the newsroom, who you hear regularly, and he said he's newly married. I think he said five months yesterday or something like that and him and his wife have a tent that they got sometime last year or the year before and they got the tent and they're like okay we should go camping and then they sounds like they just kind of never did it which i understand because it's a Mm. it's a big leap and i think a lot of us you know you see a commercial about the perfect beautiful day and the bonder waters with the glassy Mm. smooth water and the sun setting over the pine trees and like who, who doesn't want that that sounds great right Right, but in order to sure. get there, like that's a lot of work. You got to do some work up to all have the canoes, those moments. Yeah. Yes, and you know, drive right. the van with the trailer and the canoes and the yeah. sleeping bags and the Duluth packs and the portages and five hour drive up there and then canoe, canoe, canoe and portage, whatever. Like that's a lot of work to go get that picture. But a lot of people have a desire, at least, to stay, take one step or two steps into camping and then mm-hmm. see if it's something that they want to do. So it inspired our segment this week, which is going to be. If you're Mark Fry or if you're somebody who thinks maybe I want mm-hmm. to get into camping, um, first off, now's the time to start planning because a lot of times you need to plan uh, you know, weeks or months in advance for some of you know, the places, the campsites you'd want to reserve. So if you're planning something for May or June, now's a great time to start thinking about that. So Baby steps, right? Baby steps start towards, yes, towards right. your first camping trip. And I'll share. I've got a list, but I, I actually asked a friend of mine who I camp regularly with today. I, I, I said, what's your advice? I said, I'm, I'm making a list of advice. What's your advice for first-time campers? And her first thing she said was, make sure you know how to build a fire before you go, which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> yeah. and so, right, that was not on my list, but that's, that's true skill. because, you know, most of us want to have a bonfire yep. when you're camping. And... You should know how to do it when you get up there, I guess. So, I don't know. Paul, my guess is at one point you uh, learned how to build a fire as a Boy Scout. Is that correct? Yeah, and you should not use gasoline. Could you build a fire today? 33 and sleep with a lighter and some newspaper. Could you build a fire? Good question. Jor? Could you build of a course fire I today? cannot build a fire. No, <laughs> I'd a have a lighter you need, or you a need husband to, to do those things. Yeah. Well, yeah. You no, get to have a of, of with course. <laughs> Guys, if we were in the wild, I would be the first one dead. <laughs> I, again, I would just be like, uncle, I'm done. I'm not surviving the night. Take me now. <laughs> I would not do well. Oh, yes. Boy. You can sacrifice me and eat whatever meat you can find <laughs> because, you know, again, okay. I, I wouldn't be worth a good meal either. But, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'll take one for the team. 
All right. So to the rest Your of you, though, learn how to build a fire. Go into your backyard and learn how to build a fire before you go yes. on that first camp. Okay. So you have an yes. idea what you're doing. Okay. Good advice. And then on to the rest of my list. That was for my friend Carrie. Thank you, Carrie. Um, th- the first thing I would say is location. And like I said, uh, don't go up to the Boundary Waters and like Portage Inn for your first time. Okay. Do yeah. something a little easier, close to home. Think about doing a night or two. There's places really close like Baker Park that's only a half an hour away. Yeah. I would encourage you to go a little further than that. You know, go an hour away. Go to a state forest. There's a couple of state forests north of here that aren't going to be super crowded. Um, You can get like a real outdoors experience that's, you know, you're not right next to the bathhouse with the hot running water and the escape from it. You're out there a little bit, but you're still only maybe 90 minutes from home. So kind of find that sweet spot between, you know, Baker Park 25 minutes away and going all the way up north. I would also say... You know, some people talk about, oh, I'm just going to camp in my backyard to kind of test things out, which I've done. I've camped in my my backyard. Honestly, though, if you really want to find out if you like camping, I don't think that will really tell you because you're too close to escape. And you're, oh, I forgot something. I can just run inside quick, right? So it's not a, uh-huh. I don't think that's a true enough test. Maybe you can test right. a certain piece of equipment. You know, oh, I got a new tent and I want to see if it's comfortable to sleep in. Sure, try it in the backyard. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to get a good example, you know, go for one or two nights. Go somewhere that's under two hours away and give it a shot. Um, the next tip I would have is around food. And I, I think... There's lots of different things you can you can cook while you're camping. The biggest thing I would say is think about how you're going to cook. And and maybe even if you want to cook, do we want to just do, you know, cold meals? Do we want to just do sandwiches and things like that? That's fine. Or if you're going to cook, start with how that's going to work. Are you going to cook over a fire? Okay, then cook everything over a fire because you don't need to be on your first trip. You don't need to be cooking one thing over the fire and then also bring a stove and then also bring, you know, like an electric cook bring source or whatever. Stove. Like, don't do all those things. Mm. Um, DJ, is find it, one way. Is cook. it still camping if you order from Uber Eats? Um, if they deliver food no. to you or if you get a pizza and you're out yes. in the woods and the pizza well, guy shows up? Yeah. I mean, that's still camping. Yeah, sure. That's still camping. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to get a good idea about whether you like camping or not. If you know, I, I'm, I'm talking for Jordana, who oh, can't okay. make a fire. <laughs> she needs well, she needs a way yeah. to. Okay, well that survive. goes that goes to my next tip is that I think if you're camping for the first time, you need to be intentional about who you're going with. Right. Okay. And I think you don't want to go with a huge group of people. Okay. Because things can get messy. People have different opinions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people get stressed out. You don't know how they're going to react, but I think it is a good idea to go with a couple of people who you trust. So it's not, you know, maybe if you're a couple, if you're Mark Fry and his, and his new wife, mm-hmm. go with like, you know, two other people who are a little more experienced and can help mm-hmm. you along the way and can answer some questions. And it's more fun to go with people. So, so, Jordana, I know you don't know how to build a fire, but if you go with Paul and I and, you know, Lori and Katrina, then, mm. you know, one of us can build the fire for you. So yeah. go, go with the right people. So I, I think I know the answer. Yeah. But uh, RVing. That's a, is, different, that's is, a different thing. Is, is that camping? Uh, ooh, that's a good I question. I mean, if you're in a beautiful mm. spot yeah. with a b- beautiful view and yet you have that. those yeah. creature comforts, you know, you got a shower inside and you got the b- king-size bed. No, that's RVing. I think it's a different category. Okay. It's, uh. I, I, I enjoy that sometimes. I, I don't have one, but I've, I've stayed in a camper a few mm-hmm. times and it's fine. It's fun. But uh, I don't think that's camping. Not true camping. No. What do you think? 
I think if you're not in a sleeping bag, it's not really yeah. camping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's interesting that, that that's what you say because when we camp in a tent, we we usually bring an air mattress to blow oh. up inside of the tent. We have oh, a, we have a okay. large you know, and that's not if we're backpacking, How but if we're, if, if we're going to, like, Lake Bemidji State Park, which we will go to this year, we're yeah. bringing a large eight-person tent, and we've got a queen air mattress. Depending on the temperatures at night, if it's not going to get super cold, well, we're just bringing a sheet and a blanket. We're not bringing a sleeping bag. No sleeping bag. So you don't think that counts as camping? Well, I, no, I guess it does, but I just... Of course it does. <laughs> I grew up with sleeping bags. Okay, so here's one thing I'll say about supplies and what to bring and whether to bring the sleeping bag. Provisions. I, I think, yes. yeah, provisions. I think it's wise to buy as little as you can for that first camping trip. Maybe you'll have to buy a few things. Like, yes, you need a sleeping bag or something like that. Um, You probably want an air mattress or something to sleep on. But I would buy as little as you can, not because you won't need those things or want those things, but there's thousands of camping things, camping supplies. You know, this air mattress, this sleeping pad, this stove, this cookware, tons of things, you know, dozens Mm -hmm. of kinds of tents. And the thing is... You don't really know which of those things you want as a camper until you go and try it. So I would encourage you to, for this first one, which, again, is 90 minutes away from home and is only one or two nights, to buy as little as you can. And then here's the key. Right when you get home, within 24 hours of getting home, you sit down and you make a list of here's the supplies that I had that I used Here's the ones I didn't use. Here's the ones I want mm. for next time because it's fresh in your mind and you'll know. And here's an example of that. A lot of people, when they go camping, they bring like a big water source, right? You need to get water from the pump, which is maybe 100 yards away. So I'm going to bring a big five-gallon collapsible water thing that I can go fill up from the pump and bring to my site and hang on a tree. So I always have a kind of a tap of fresh water. You know, and they're going to spend 60 bucks on this device to go fill up. Well, that's cool. That's fine. You can have that. I bring a couple of gallon jugs from the, uh, from the gas station that I get on the way in, and they cost 69 cents. And to me, that's easier. But I, I don't know. You have to decide for yourself, is that one device, is that one camping tool something that I'm actually going to use or not? Because you can't get all 17,000 camping gadgets. I learned the hard way um, as an Eagle Scout not to keep candy in my pants. <laughs> and, and they told yeah, us. Did, that you have an incident with the bear? Ants? The bears will come in oh. and, and mm-hmm. uh, actually uh, one of my fellow scouters was injured. Uh, a bear went in looking for food. And, oh. you know, kids, yeah. they bring yeah. food into their tent, yeah. candy bars, whatever. Sure. So you learn quickly. And again... I think it's camping if you have to tie your food up in a tree. If you get your food off the ground, keep it away from the bears. Okay, but let's be clear. If you drive five hours north and portage into the Bonner Waters, then yes, you need to have a bear-safe way to keep your food. Or if you're out in the Rocky Mountains, if you are at a state forest 90 minutes north of the Twin Cities, you do not need to do that. Like most areas in central and southern Minnesota, there is not a risk of bears. So... On your first trip, hopefully that's not something you'll have to deal with. George just sent me a text. Yep. She wants to know if uh, there's a Marriott up in the Boundary Waters. <laughs> yeah. Is there room service? No. Is there room? Um, the bears bring you champagne? Mark Fry, who, again, inspired this segment, he texted me back and said, 
does this mean we're going on a road trip sometime soon? And I said, sure, let's go, which Mark doesn't know this, yeah. but if, if people invite you know, my family on a trip, we usually say yes. So keep that in mind mm-hmm. yeah. before mm-hmm. you invite us on something that we'll probably say yes. I do, do. want to do the boundary water. Yeah, so okay, yeah. I'm in. Let's go. I went up with my sons I've got a canoe. when they were little and my wife, mm-hmm. and we hit a couple of lakes, and it was life-changing. If you haven't done it, that yeah. should be on your, on your bucket list. Absolutely. Thank you, DJ. So what did we learn? If you go camping... Bring DJ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Keep you alive. (laughs) Amen.